Come for the hanger steak. Stay because you've been trapped by a menacing ghost. This is 20 Questions Tuesday, the podcast where one guy asks another guy 20, 20 questions. questions. I'm David Brunel Brutman. And I'm David Reinstrom. What is up, David? I have been listening to this podcast on the Maximum Fun Network called The Adventure Zone. That sounds uh, exciting. It is delightful. It sounds swashbuckling. It's, um, so it's a D&D actual play podcast, and there's a lot of them out there. Okay. Uh, but frequently, I find that I, I don't like them very much because the players don't stay in character, mm-hmm. or they don't get the rules of the game, or they're like assholes, and they do <laughs> obnoxious things. So or, you, don't, you don't like the Penny Arcade one, for example. Uh, I stopped listening that I got tired of it. Yeah, uh, I've listened also, to a couple of those, but that's the only, like, uh, Dungeons & Dragons play podcast that I've ever really heard. I also think that, like, a D&D podcast can be extremely boring. Um, it's not just, like, it's not just a cheap way to make content for a podcast. Like, you have to edit it pretty assiduously to make it orally interesting. Uh, and so what I like about the Adventure Zone is... First of all, everybody likes each other very much. Okay. Uh, and it's it's three brothers and a dad. <laughs> and they're okay. all playing D&D together. And the three brothers kind are, of adorable. are the McElroys. They're the hosts of a couple of shows on Maximum Fun. But uh, the three of them together, they're the hosts of My Brother, My Brother and Me. I am familiar with them. And so the three of them are playing with their dad, who's like an old school Gygax era nerd. Ha! <laughs> So he he doesn't, you know, he didn't necessarily know the rules for 5th edition, but he is, like, in it to win it. He 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 gets it, right? Awesome. Did they all play when they were kids? Ah, uh, I think so. I think they did. I get that impression. So this is, like, a return to uh, days of yore for them. Yeah, and, and it's funny, and their characters are silly, uh, but they always do what their characters would do. Mm-hmm. Which I appreciate. Like they don't try to metagame too much, uh, and the people they're playing are really fun and fun to spend time with. I've also been listening to another uh, role-playing podcast called Campaign. Okay. Which has been scratching my Star Wars itch in a major way, uh, and that's all a bunch of Chicago improvisers playing, and they just do everything so cinematically. That's also edited real tightly. That sounds good. It's it's delightful. I I could definitely see some uh, some potential in improvisers doing D and D or a role playing game. Yeah, because they even manage to make combat interesting because they're still talking in the middle of it, uh, and they're always looking for like a hook to do something different that their character would do. Mm-hmm. And trying to generate. And the interesting thing about improvisers is that they don't shy away from character failure. They lean into it. Right, because. That's where interesting things start to happen, and improvisers know that, and yeah. regular schmucks do not. Right, there's like... Regular schmucks are like, I have to win, I have to be the guy. Improvisers are like, I want to be the guy falling down the mountain on a bike. What have you been up to? So, I played a game, it was not a role-playing game, but... You know, role-playing game adjacent. Okay. Kind of. Uh, It's this game called Castle Panic, which is a board game. It's basically the board game version 
of tower defense. Okay. So you know the video game genre of tower defense, like plants versus zombies. Sure. Uh, where the whole thing is you as the player set up a bunch of defenses and then bad guys come at you and you see if your defenses are good enough to, to hold them off. So this is uh, like that. All, so it's a co-op game. You're all playing against the game. So you have a tower in, or I guess a castle, in the center of the board. Enemies advance and they come at your tower and you have to get rid of them before they get to your tower. Uh, and you do that with like spells or special skills or dudes like knights or archers or knight archers. Uh, let's go with Parthians. Sweet. That's good, I'm down right? With that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're the ones, uh, in case anybody's wondering, who they would ride around on horseback and shoot arrows at you, and then they would look like they were running away, and you would be like, ha, we, we got you. We beat those Parthians. Yeah, now run them down and stick them in their faces with swords. But then the Parthians would, as they were retreating, turn around and fire a volley of arrows into you. What do you mean they'd turn around, David? Like they'd wheel their horses around and stop? No, I mean their horses would continue to gallop in one direction, and they would turn around backwards on the horse and fire their arrows backwards. Because they were badasses. Oh my goodness. So Parthians. That's what a knight and an archer would be if combined. That's where we get the phrase parting shot. That's totally true. And that's your etymology. And that's your And that's your word lesson for today. <laughs> so, there are no Parthians or horse archers of any sort in Castle Panic, the board game. Okay. But there's but there other, but there's other dudes, gotta... and yeah, monsters come at you, and it's all sort of traditional fantasy stuff. Uh, so like orcs and gargoyles and dragons and goblins, goblins, goblins. That's how that's how the McElroy say it. On the Adventure Zone is they call them goblins. 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 Do they have? Do they do goblin voices? Sometimes they do, and sometimes. The Gerblins are just perfectly normal. <laughs> they just have regular people voices. It's kind of great. All right. Well, now that we've talked about all the games. All the games ever. Every single one, including Parcheesi. What Wait, it, David, what have is we Parcheesi? talked about every single game? Because uh, I feel like... Uh, is there one that we're missing? Here, there's one that we're missing. Chinese checkers. No. Mancala. Uh-uh. Battleship. No. Battleship movie edition? Mmm, close. Wait, David, I think I know what it is. What is it? Is the game we haven't talked about yet 20 Questions Tuesday? It is. Holy shit. David, are you are you ready? Do you want to do this? Do you want to play a game of 20 Questions Tuesday? You know what? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I am ready. Okay. Okay. In that case, I think we ought to go over the rules. Give me some numbers. One. I will think of a thing. Two. David will ask only yes or no questions to narrow down the nature of the thing. Three. If David exceeds 20 questions, the game and reality as we know it is over. No more than 20 questions are permitted. Four. If David correctly guesses the thing in fewer than 20 questions, he wins the game, and we all get to live for another week. Five. Acceptable play styles for this round are overhanded, 
Lucha Libre, Bloviating, and Plane. Are you ready, David? Sí, mi más excelente amigo. Estoy listo para la victoria. Voy a golpear mi cuerpo sobre mis enemigos, por lo que voy a tener los cocinamientos necesarios para ganar. Ah, and uh, for our non-Spanish-speaking listeners, that, of course, indicates that David has chosen uh, Lucha Libre as his play style for this round. So, David, you're going to have to talk in Spanish for the entire rest of this podcast. No, no, no. No, wait. Hold on. Sorry. Uh, no? Hmm. Okay. Apparently, he has chosen plain instead. <laughs> Would you like me to say what I, I, I wrote in English? Sure. For people that both speak English and speak Spanish, since I'm certain that was a butchering? Yes, please do. Okay. Yes, my most excellent friend. I am ready for victory. I shall slam my body upon my foes so that I shall have the knowledge necessary to win. Sexy. David, you can ask your first question. Okay. Does this take place in the present day? No, it does not. Okay. Uh, is it real? Mm, define real. <laughs> um, is it possible? No. Does it take place in the future? No. In the past? Uh, yes. Uh, in the last 500 years? Yes, certainly in the last 500 years. In the last 100 years? Uh-huh. In the 20th century? Yes. In the past 50 years? Uh, in the past 50 years, no. Does this happen during World War II? Uh, not necessarily. But... But... Keep World War II in mind. It could. Okay. It couldn't happen later than World War II. Okay. That's your hint. Does it happen during the Depression? It could. Does it take place in America? No, definitely not. Does it take place in a real place on Earth? Kind of, but uh, figuring out which place won't help you right now. Okay. Is it is it a person? No. Well, let's let's loosen the definition of person. Let's 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 break that apart a little. Is it a living being? It is not a living being. It is many living beings. It is multiple living beings. Do these beings respire? Do they respire? Yeah, do they breathe? Ah fuck, I don't know. Yeah, they definitely do. Okay. But they're not people. Well, what's your definition of people? Um a human being or no. a sentient person? A sentient creature? A sentient creature, yes. A human being, no. Alien? No. Earth, Earthly creature? An earthly creature. A primate? <laughs> uh, funny that you should say that, but no. Funny that I should say that. Uh -huh. A mammal? Eyebrows, eyebrows. Nope, not a mammal. Not a mammal. Hmm. A reptile. Nope, not a reptile. A fishwa. Uh, a a vichyswas. A fish. No. A boid. No. Um. And not an insect. Not an insect. This is a real thing. It's a real thing. It's a real living creature that is sentient. Is it a vertebrate? I mean, it's not. It's... No, I, I shouldn't tell you this. No, you shouldn't. Too much hints. 
Uh, it's not a vertebrate. Do they exist on the planet now in reality? Yes, they do. Okay. You have seen them. I have seen them. In this reality, can they talk? In this reality, they can talk. Okay. Do they live in the sea? Yes, they do. Are they jellyfish? No. Are they mollusks? No. Uh, are they carnivorous? Hmm. Are they carnivorous? <sighs> Shit, who knows? Uh, hold on. They are not carnivorous. Uh, so they're not fish? They're not fish. And they're not, are they crustaceans? Yes. I see. Is it a crab? It's not crabs. Is it a lobster? It's not lobster. Is it scrimps? Um, kind of. Ah, crayfish. No. Crawfish. No. Craw daddies. Nope. Mud bugs. Mud bugs? Is that one real? Yeah. I don't like it. Flip doodles. That one is definitely not real. You are. Skank poplars. Oh, ugh, ugh, ugh. Squump ticklers. Actually, that one sounds legitimate. Uh, so it's a crustacean, but it's not. It's not a crab or a shrimp or a lobster. It's a kind of shrimp. A mantis shrimp. No, but that would be awesome. A pistol shrimp. A pistol shrimp. I don't think I know those ones. Uh, they've got like one huge claw that can fire a jet of supersonic water. What? Yeah. <laughs> and it creates this loud bang. It can shatter glass. Oh, wait, I thought that was I thought that was a mantis shrimp. A mantis shrimp can do it too. Oh, okay. They but can a mantis shrimp is different. Why yeah. are there all of these terrifying supersonic shrimps <laughs> walking around? Jesus. So it's a type of shrimp? Ocean, what are you doing? Uh, it's a type of shrimp, yeah. Rock shrimp. No. Tiger shrimp. No. Spotted shrimp. Mmm, that doesn't sound like a thing either. Krill. No. Oh. I, I know this kind of shrimp. You do. Have I eaten it? Definitely not. Definitely not. Are they enormous shrimp? No. No, they're not. They're not enormous. They're very small. They're teeny tiny little shrimps. And they're not krill? Nope. Are they smaller than krill? <sighs> I, I don't know. Are they microscopic? No, they're not microscopic. They're just super tiny shrimp. They're really small shrimp. I don't even... Do you need me to come up with the name of the species? Uh, you need to come up with a name for the species. And this is an existing species of tiny shrimp. Yep. Is it tiny shrimp? No, it's not tiny shrimp. <laughs> Do they sell this kind of shrimp? Oh yeah, they definitely sell it. But I've never eaten one. You've never eaten one. But you may have bought one. What? Is it an ornamental kind of shrimp? I would describe it as an ornamental kind of shrimp. So this is a pet shrimp? Yeah, it's a pet shrimp. Um, oh, is it a cleaner shrimp? Oh, like the little dude in Finding Nemo? Like the little dude in Finding Nemo. Is it French one? He's French. Anyway, it's not that. Okay. Is it a Siamese fighting shrimp? No, that sounds badass. Tell me about that. It's, it's not real. I was thinking of a Siamese fighting fish. Oh, okay. Yeah, those are real. My sister had one of those. Guess how it died? Uh, fighting. It died. Yeah, it died by fighting. <laughs> Did it really? Yep. Uh, I think they're not supposed to fight if... I'm trying to remember the details. 
I believe they're not supposed to fight if you put a male and a female in the same tank. Okay. But they got mixed up, and there were two males. They, they, womp, they died womp. by fighting. That sucks. Yep. Okay, it's a kind of shrimp that I may have bought? Yeah. Yeah, not necessarily. Okay. But you may have. Like, it, it's decidedly possible that you've bought it. Are they frilly? Are they frilly? Yeah. Huh. Do they have, like, what, little... What is... What are we calling frilly? Like a fairy shrimp? Have you ever seen a fairy shrimp? They got, like, little little fuzzy-looking palms. Um, yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. So it's an ornamental kind of fuzzy little shrimp. Yeah. But they're really small. They're very small. What? How, do they sell it in, like, a pet store? Probably. Is that... Okay. So I could just go to the tank and get one of these? Uh, no, you wouldn't get them from a tank. Do, okay. Do I, like, buy their eggs or something? Not exactly. Is it... Is it sea monkeys? It's sea monkeys. What kind of... What are those? What are those? They're brine shrimp. <laughs> okay. Sea monkeys is a brand name for uh, brine shrimp. They're... Uh, it took me a long ass time to remember. Artemia. Okay. A genus of aquatic crustaceans. So it's nineteen four. It's nineteen thirty-eight. No, it's nineteen forty-three. I'm a little kid in America. I've just ordered some brine. I've just ordered a packet of sea monkeys from the back of a detective comics. Sure, though. In researching these further, I've discovered that uh, sea monkeys were not uh, distributed until nineteen fifty-seven. But that's right. irrelevant. It's 1958. It's definitely not 1958. Okay. These are so these are ahistorical sea monkeys. Ahistorical sea monkeys. Yes. So it it could be the 30s. Okay. Are they hobo sea monkeys? No, they're not hobo sea monkeys. Are they 30 are they 1930s e in some major way though? No, not in any way shape or form. You should figure out what the sea monkeys are doing. So are they bigger than regular sea monkeys, these sea monkeys? Nope, they're sea monkey-sized sea monkeys. Are they especially numerous sea monkeys? There's a whole bunch of them. Uh, are these sea monkeys in a particular body of water? Uh, as in a particular, like, named body of water? No, as in, like, I wouldn't go so far as to say, like, a major waterway, but, like, what if they've taken over some major tank at the Atlanta Aquarium or something in there. Well, they they definitely Having have their own battle tank with with a with a like a giant squid. <laughs> uh, no, not quite. Are they in a particular place though? I'm going to say no. Okay. Though there's a number of potential places they could be. Are they in the drinking water supply? No, they're not in the drinking water supply. Do they have a plan? They definitely have a plan. Are they trying ding, ding, to ding, take ding, over? Ding, 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 Do they have, like, little glowing spines that show up when they procreate? No, though, I mean, a sea monkey kind of looks like a spine, you know? Gross. Like a robot I, no, spine. I don't, I don't remember what they look like. Sea monkey. Oh, God. Yeah, they're kind of hideous, right? Oh, God. Oh, that's an illustration of uh, an alien that's 
just sort of supposed to look like a sea monkey. Oh, oh. yeah. No, the illustrations for sea monkeys are also hideous, but they're hideous for different reasons. That is definitely true. Um, okay, so sea monkeys are freeze-dried brine shrimp that return to life when you put them in water. Mm-hmm. Yes. Are the are the sea monkeys planning to freeze dry man? <laughs> no, I don't think they know that man exists. So they may be sentient, but they're still pretty dumb. No, they're not dumb. They're just like pinky nail sized. Yeah. I mean you know, if if you were in a tank, if the earth were a tank and there was somebody the size of like the sun, you know, watching you, you wouldn't know. Oh, yeah. This is a time for me to admit to you that I don't believe in the sun. Huh. That is a first. It's not out now. It's nighttime. I don't believe in it. I I mean, I can't argue with that. Yeah, that's right. That's impeccable logic. Were you there? To see the sun? Yeah. Yes... I feel like Shit. that's the wrong answer, but yes. <laughs> My whole world is falling apart now. Okay, so are they Nazi sea monkeys? Huh. It is weird that you should say that. They kind of are. Oh, no. But that won't be relevant until later. Are these sea monkeys in the office of one Adolf Elizabeth Hitler? Yes. These are Adolf Hitler's sea monkeys. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> really, actually, or are you just shitting me? Nope, that's the real thing that I thought of. But you gotta figure out what they're doing. Okay, so... The fact that they're... Oh, I will say, the fact that they are owned by Hitler is irrelevant. <laughs> it's just total coincidence that these sea monkeys are owned by Hitler. It's totally... So they're not in his office in, in Berlin? They they could totally be in his office in Berlin. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's say that's where they are. Okay. Do these brine shrimp ascribe to the tenets of National Socialism? Definitely not. Okay. Are they, are they Jewish sea monkeys? No, they're not Jewish Living sea monkeys. Living a terrible double life? Though, well, no. Let's no, shrimp can't be Jewish, David. It's not kosher. Let's let's not even get into this. Yeah, okay. that's that's where I was about to go to. No, they're <laughs> not. Help us. Okay. Have we ever talked about the Canadian dog show, The Littlest Hobo? No, I I've heard of it. It's about a German shepherd that goes around Canada helping people. Yeah, yeah. It's like one of these. Like, there's a whole bunch of hyper-specific Canadian shows mm -hmm. that every Canadian grew up with. And as soon as you cross the border, nobody has any idea what it is. Right. Yeah. So this isn't the littlest Nazis? No. Okay. That would have to be about a dog, David. <sighs> yeah. Same. You could use the same German Shepherd. I read a fascinating article about Angela Merkel and how kind of um, neutral she is about everything. Like, she's very even-keeled mm -hmm. in a way that no American politician would ever be able to get away with. Uh, but it works perfectly for Germany because anytime anybody gets just a little bit riled up, 
Germans are like, whoa, wait a second. Whoa. We've seen this before. So they need somebody just like totally sedate. Okay, so Hitler's Sea Monkeys, it's like 1938. Sure. But again, the fact that they're Hitler's Sea Monkeys, the fact that it's 1938, the fact that they're in his office, these are totally irrelevant to the Sea Monkeys. They have no idea about any of this. Sure, but they've got a plan. They just happen to belong to Hitler. They have a plan. Okay. And their plan is to escape? Mm, kind of. Not really. I wouldn't their plan call is it to escape. Reproduce and become mighty? Uh, that's definitely part of their plan. Do they want to grow super big? No, I don't think they aspire to grow big. But they aspire I mean, to that, grow. It, to them, that would be like if you were walking around and you were like, you know what? I wish I was the size of that mountain. That would be great. <laughs> like, they don't really, that doesn't really occur to them. Okay, so these sea monkeys want to become super numerous. Sure, that's definitely something they want. That's part of their plan, but that's no, not that's, their whole plan? No, that's not really anything to, uh, I mean, it's, it's vaguely related to their plan, but it's not really anything to do with it. Do they want food? I mean, as much as anybody. But that's not part of their plan. Nah, that's not really part of their plan. Do they want culture? Mmm, kind of. It's getting closer. Okay. Do they want television? No. Do they want to invent a thing? Uh, not invent exactly. But they definitely want to make something. They want to make something. Do they want to write a book? No, the sea monkeys do not want to write a book. Do the sea monkeys want to make a piece of music? The sea monkeys do not want to compose a piece of music. Hey, hey, we're the sea monkeys. Okay, well, that's it for the podcast. Thanks for joining <laughs> us. We will be back uh, never because this is the last episode. Goodbye. You still there? <laughs> that's all I have to say to you. Oh. I hope you're happy. I am. I hope you're happy yeah. with what you did. So they don't. They want to make a piece of culture, but they don't want to write a song. It's not really or a, a piece of culture. I mean, it's it's culture adjacent, but thinking of it as a, a cultural artifact in and of itself is misleading. A reality television show. Definitely not. They definitely a hot don't have take TV on reality television. No, there's zero like sea monkey reality TV. journalism related to bad television. No, no. I don't think they have journalism yet either. That's culture adjacent. Oh, um, do they want to invent fire? They're a little further than that. The wheel. A little further. Agriculture. I think they probably have agriculture. Writing? Uh, they may have writing. It's possible they have writing. Compasses? Like a pair of compasses? No, like, like, you know, where's north? No, north doesn't matter in the ocean. But they're trying to build a civilization. Yeah, they're definitely trying to build a civilization. Oh, are they trying to make a city? Uh, yeah, yeah, they are. Is that their plan? They want to build a city? Yes, and they want to build something specific in the city. A monument. Uh, yeah, let's call it a monument. To Hitler. No, they don't. I don't think they know that Hitler exists. Is it a monolith? Mm, probably not. No. An obelisk. Bigger. 
a pyramid. Bigger. Two pyramids. Yep, that's it. They want to build two pyramids. <laughs> no. With, like, one facing up and one facing down, so that the points touch. Exactly. And at the points, at the point where the points touch, you get powers, because pyramids give you powers. That's how pyramids work. A thing that is bigger than a pyramid. Uh, yes, it is, it is probably bigger than a pyramid. Is it an is it an ancient style structure? Definitely, a ziggurat. Uh, ziggurat is just as close as pyramid. A tower of sea monkey babble. Exactly. Oh my god. One hundred percent correct. <laughs> so, what happens when they try to do that? Um, they reach the top of the tank. Yep. And Hitler sees it. Uh, Hitler doesn't really know this is going on. He's distracted. And he shoots the tank with his sidearm and yells at them a lot. No, Hitler's totally oblivious. He has no idea. That wacky fury. He's really busy. Like I said, the fact that these are Hitler's sea monkeys is entirely <laughs> irrelevant to what they're doing. You're a son of a bitch. They just no. happen to belong to Hitler. Right. He's otherwise not involved at all. So they... They build their sea monkey tower of Babel. Yes. And they build and it to the top of the tank. Tiny almighty God comes down and curses them with different languages. Uh, nah, think a bit more, uh, a bit more physics based calamity. Well, what did they make the, the tower out of? Uh, that's a good question. Tiny sea monkey bricks. Oh, oh, okay. Um, does the tower break, fall over, and break through the uh, the glass of the the sea monkey tank? Yep, killing everyone. Yep, completely destroying their sea monkey civilization. <laughs> oh no! That's it. That's the whole thing. So, David, what was I thinking of this week? <laughs> you were thinking of Adolf Hitler's sea monkeys. Correct who had attained sentience and were building a sea monkey civilization. And so they chose to make a tower that stretched up to the heavens, but they built too high and their tower was unstable and it toppled, broke open the tank and wiped out the entire sea monkey civilization. That is correct, sir. <laughs> you have achieved 20 questions Tuesday of victory. Hooray! What say we go over to the Scoratorium and see how you did? So say me yes. All right. Now I'm just going to pour this bucket of sea monkeys in there. Oh. And uh, hopefully that'll be enough to power the Scoratorium for this round. I thought I told you the Scoratorium only works on crab. Oh, does it? Yeah. Huh. Crab meat only. That's like putting a low-octane fuel in the tank of a high-performance sports car. Well... I guess that explains why all the printouts have been covered in sea monkeys. Yeah, you think? Anyway, let's look at your score. David? Oh, yeah. You got that 20 questions Tuesday in 12 questions. Nice. That's a pretty solid score. How do you feel about it? I feel pretty damn good. Let's get the post-game recap. What were you thinking? Tell me all of the emotions that were going through your head and your stomach and your dick while you were playing. All right, so I was thinking about how, like, 
I'm pretty hungry right now. But I knew that I had to keep my head and my stomach and my dick in the game in order to win. Words of wisdom, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks, man. Words of wisdom. And that's how you play 20 Questions Tuesday. If you like the show, please rate or review us on iTunes. Just search for 20 Questions Tuesday on the iTunes store and leave us some stars. For special bonus content and show notes, you can like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash 20QuestionsTuesday and follow us on Twitter at 20QuestionsTues. And you can keep up with everything we do at 20QuestionsTuesday.com. Our theme song is Blood Meridian by Curlew, licensed under a Creative Commons 3.0 license. The music you heard under the show this week was by Revolution Void, also licensed under a CC license. If you want us to use your music, message us on Facebook or Tumblr. Up next, stay tuned for The Zod Couple, the show where Jorel and General Zod have to learn to live together in the Phantom Zone. I'm David Brunel Brutman. And I'm David Reinstrom. Good night. <laughs>